intro music for uh do you like it not not sure how that sounded on my end the speakers but uh <laughs> we'll see how that came out all right we're, we're only on uh podcast number three so we're still learning but i like it i like that intro <laughs> all right so today we're talking about uh tight ends for daily fantasy uh Tight ends, definitely an interesting position this year. I mean, they're always an interesting position, but um, a lot of injuries, a lot of unknowns, a lot of uh, new setups. So uh, during this conversation, I think we're going to talk about you know a couple of top picks for sure, but more uh, big picture strategy about going into drafting a tight end in general. Uh, you know, as we all know, tight ends tend to score less than you know a running back or or a wide receiver and there really aren't that many uh consistent tight ends in the league uh last year only six tight ends overall average double digit points and one of them was tyler effort who was out for at least four to six weeks um so definitely interesting and then, and then on top of all that we obviously know that gronkowski is the undisputed best tight end in the league so pretty much everything that we do we're comparing it against him um so uh, I've definitely got some thoughts on, on players and drafting strategy, but um, yeah, Big Dog, if you want to kick it off, uh, your thoughts on this position for the year. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, the, I'm the same as you. Uh, we've, we've talked about this. I treat the tight end like a kicker when I'm drafting a daily fantasy. I kind of leave it to the last, um, last position to fill with whatever I have. Um, if you just do a quick little lineup on DraftKings. Um, so you have, like, Gronk is 7,400. But you can go down and get a starting tight end that will put up solid numbers for well into the 2000s. Uh, so once you do that, your average remaining <clears throat> uh, player salary goes from 5,500 to 6,000. That's uh, that's a pretty big jump in, um, in a wide receiver or running back. Uh, ranking, so that that's kind of where my strategy stands. Yeah, um, a- like honestly, with that said, I, it really doesn't matter to me. It's like a it's like a pick one and plug it in uh, type situation for me. Um, I am interested to see how the tight end situation will play out in New England this year, mm-hmm. especially with the four game uh, suspension for Brady. Um, I'll definitely be watching that. Uh, I mean, it's going back a while now, but the last time they had Hernandez and Gronk on at the same time, those guys lit up the field, and you could pick either or, and your fantasy points are going to be stellar out of each of them. Um, so that could be something to look at this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, my thought is that having uh, you know Bennett and Gronk on the field for 80% of all plays is actually going to benefit Gronk. Um, it's going to... At some point, not necessarily completely split the defense, but it's going to make it difficult for them. Uh, and even though Bennett might, uh, it, well, he's definitely going to get some receptions. He's a good tight end. Uh, he's a big guy. He is probably going to get 
um, some yards on the field, but especially when Brady is back, Gronk is going to remain his number one target in the end zone. So uh, if Bennett takes away maybe 20, 25 yards a game uh, from Gronk, but it opens up Gronk for more end zone receptions, and you're sacrificing two, two and a half points for six points with a touchdown. So that, that's a trade-off I'll take any day. Uh, so that's the type of thing that I think could definitely. See, I, I think I think Bennett's gonna have I think Bennett's gonna have more of an impact is when he was <clears throat> sorry joking when he was in Chicago it was a similar situation it wasn't with another tight end but he had a couple more huge bodies out there with Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey and he threw that guy out there. Color had like endless possibilities. Um, I, I think it'll be a little bit more of an impact on the game. Um, not necessarily taking away from Gronk, but I think. Brady has another option right now. Um, he normally has little little to work with, and he makes the most out of it. And it's just another tool in his belt here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In the right game, that they could both light it up, and um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. But I mean, going back to the overall value of a tight end, I mean, you, you called out the cost. Uh, you know, you can go pretty low and still get a decent guy. But um, just running some quick numbers and. For anyone watching this video, don't worry, I'll post this all online. Uh, you know, Gronk is definitely the number one tight end, like we just said. On DraftKings right now, his cost is $7,400, which is pretty expensive. Um, based on our projected points for him, uh, that gives him a value of $653 uh, per point. So, uh, for comparison, if he was a running back, that would rank him 48th in value. Uh, a wide receiver with that kind of value would put him 71st. So, uh, I mean, if, if it was any other position scoring those points with that cost, you wouldn't even consider them. So, I mean, my opinion, putting him on your daily fantasy team is almost a death sentence because you, you've taken away uh, dollars you'd be putting on much more valuable players. Um, you know, But even if we look at our the number one value player on our sheet is Zach Ertz. And um, I, I think he should probably be in, in most lineups uh, for week one uh, at $4,300. So a little bit high, but not too bad. But um, at that cost, same thing. Uh, if he was a running back, he'd be in 14th for value. Wide receiver, 13th. So wouldn't even crack the top 10 uh, in value in another position. And he's a pet, you know top value tight end. So um, you know you could put him in there, but... Like you said, he, you might just throw in a low-cost guy and see what he can do because at the end of the day, the difference between 8 points and 12 points isn't that much when you can get a uh, wide receiver that's going to score you know, extra 10 points or, or 15 points. Completely agree there. So, I mean, that being said, um, you know, if you were to pick a couple of tight ends for your daily lineup, uh, like I said, Zach Ertz is probably number one. Well, he definitely is number one on our sheet uh, in terms of cost and projected points. Had a solid year last year. Uh, looks good this year. So uh, I think he's probably number one for value in my book, um, followed closely by Delaney Walker. Uh, a top choice Mariota. Um, you know, second year in the league, I'm going to assume Mariota is only going to get better. And if Walker continues to be a top target for him, uh, cost is pretty reasonable right now and definitely has the ability to be a constant top performer. So those are two guys at the top of my list for, for week one.
by week one. Um, Got to keep in mind here that we have injuries everywhere right yeah. now. Um, but going through that, I like. Uh, I, I really like Martellus Bennett. Um, I, I think he's going to have a bigger impact than 25 yards or six points per game. Um, what we were talking about earlier. Uh, but I like Martellus Bennett. I still like Antonio Gates, even though he's getting up there in age. He seems to consistently put up uh, numbers every single year. Um, and then... Yeah, just to clarify, my thoughts on Bennett... Yeah, I'll go with Ertz after that. Um, What's that? So just to clarify my thoughts on Bennett. Like, I'm not saying that he's only going to get 25 yards a game. Um, I'm just saying that he might take 25 yards away from Gronk. So, you know, the, instead of Gronk getting 100 yards and a touchdown, he might get 50 yards and two touchdowns, and and Bennett might get 50 or 60 yards, something like that. Um, so what I'm saying is, Bennett on the field, if he's going to take anything away from Gronk, it's going to be likely yardage, not necessarily an end zone reception, because um, while I'm sure he's going to get touchdowns this year, Gronk is going to continue to be the number one target in the end zone. So if Bennett can help him get into the end zone, it's a trade-off worth uh, taking. So, I mean, that being said, going into a full-year draft, um, I, I kind of would take uh, a similar approach. Uh, I really would wait to draft any tight end. Um, you know, Gary Barnage is another one that is on the list. He had a breakout year last year, but breakout year at 31. Not that that's too old, um, but you never know if a 31-year-old has a breakout year if they're going to be able to, to ride that wave. I mean, Fred Jackson had a breakout year when he was like 34, um, but that didn't yeah. that didn't continue. Uh, it was a great year, but he kind of went back to normal after that. So, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily keep him as a, a long-term player. Um, but yeah, at the same end, I mean, we've got... Um, uh, injuries to Watson um, and Tyler Effort, uh, two two solid guys. So, um, I mean, maybe for the first half of the year, you just say it's a crapshoot, see what you can do, and then maybe come week five, week six, people coming back in, um, you start dropping, picking people up off the of waivers, see what happens. But definitely a wild card and probably uh, one of the positions you should be uh, careful with going into Daily Fantasy for sure. I just got out of a 12-team draft. Um, like you just said, I went in with the same exact strategy I would have pretty much in my daily fantasy. Um, I left the tight end for one of my last picks. Um, really just like I pick a guy and, and plug the, plug the uh, hole here. Um, I ended up with Jared Cook, um, but that opened up other opportunities for me to draft backup uh, wide receivers and backup running back that I think are going to have more of an impact uh, for the rest of the season. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Cool. Well, uh, I think that pretty much sums up tight ends. Like I said, not a whole lot that we could really go into, like the other positions, but I think the key thing here is uh, strategy when it comes to drafting week one. So, you know, we'll, I'll type up some of those numbers we had before about value, uh, cost of players, how they would rank among other positions just for, uh, for reference. But, uh, yeah, just be careful going into yeah. your tight end draft for sure. Yeah. Any uh, any updates from your uh, wide receiver picks last week? I know my 
my picks are a little affected. Obviously, uh, you can check the blog. Uh, we are right on top of it. Tony Romo, <laughs> broken bone and back. Uh, I guess to be expected, uh, but that's definitely mm-hmm. going to impact us, Brian. Um, you could look at it like maybe it's going to be a Blake Bortles situation in, in Dallas with uh, Dak Prescott. He's coming in. Sometimes uh, defenses aren't really sure what's going on with the rookie, and they can either they're playing from behind and, that, and they're trying to cover up a, a lot of ground and they're constantly airing it out. That could be in Dez's favor. Um, and then the other news, um, I don't think there's anything really substantial behind it, but Josh Gordon's game keeps getting thrown around and trade rumors, which we talked about offline, we think was, uh, or what we heard came came internally from the Browns trying to like play a little fire. Um, we'll see if there's any truth to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I, I don't know. What's going on with that? I think the Browns would benefit the most from having Gordon on their team than anyone else. To be totally honest. Um, plus, I'd like I'd rather see him on that team with uh, RG three thrown to him than really yeah. any other team. Definitely would be more exciting. Um, I mean, that being said, those rumors flared up for like 24, 48 hours, and then there's really not been anything since. So, unless there's a conversation going on behind closed doors that uh, hasn't hit the media yet, uh, I think that may have kind of died down, so I don't expect anything major um, to come of that in the next couple of days. Um, no real changes uh, on my end for um, you know wide receivers. I think the, the most interesting duo is definitely going to be Aiken and Smith on Baltimore, uh, and you know nothing um, nothing major coming out of the last preseason game, and I don't expect that either of those to see any time or any significant time next week, so um, I think we're on to week one at this point. Yeah. So to touch on Baltimore, Mike Wallace, I think, might have a bigger impact um, this year, uh, another comeback uh, candidate. But uh, I think there's a nothing serious, but there are a few injuries to the top of the wide receiver order for Baltimore. I think they're all expected to play, um, but I think they are a little banged up. So Mike Wallace has got a little bit more action in the preseason, and he's been doing pretty well. Um, he went really late in my draft, my 12-team draft uh, tonight. So um, if anyone's doing a draft, you can definitely look to see some value for him in the later rounds. Yeah, that's a great player. I mean, that's exactly what you would be looking for, um, you know, when you're holding off on drafting tight end, get somebody like that, um, even as a bench player, see how he does week one, week two, and see if you're going to switch men. Yep. Um, so what do we got next week? Quarterbacks? Yeah, next week quarterbacks, uh, which are definitely interesting. We got a lot of um, young guys, new people on teams. Um, so the quarterback situation will be another really interesting uh, one to have. Posted an update today about um, a couple of new guys. Basically, uh, keep an eye on Prescott, like we just talked about, RG three, and uh, kind of stay clear of Garoppolo. Uh, I think he's overpriced for where he's at. Um, hasn't really had a stellar preseason. I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to pick them up because Patriots always do well, and you think it might be worth it. Uh, I think they're better values, though. All right, nice. Um, yeah, I think next next week maybe we can try to put together a little preseason uh, lineup on DraftKings and see the results, kind of go through our process of how we drafted the team, and then see where we are right before the start of uh, start of the season here. Yeah, I've already got a couple teams going, and one of my top teams projected to score 185 points. So uh, anyone who plays Daily Fantasy knows right. that, that's uh, a solid lineup. So, yeah, I think that's a great idea. We'll run through uh, a couple 
um, draft lineups and see where we go. All right, so then for everyone listening, there's still like 60,000 spots uh, out of 200,000 in the free uh, $100,000 uh, cash prize uh, contest on DraftKings. Yeah, absolutely take advantage of that. And it doesn't hurt to make a lineup now and change it the day of. You kind of just reserve your spot, um, and you can change it up until yep. it goes off. So that, that's definitely, especially for a free one, just put any random player in there and then take your time going back and editing it. That's definitely the way to go. That's really the way to go for uh, the full season, too, when you get into it, because uh, any of the, the really big tournaments, uh, sometimes they get filled up by Friday, even. Um, so if you go in Sunday morning trying to enter, you, you might be locked out. So make sure you get lineups in early. Yeah, and then they have the universal uh, switch player function where you can trick. If you have a few different lineups going on, you can substitute a single player across all, all, all your lineups at the same time. That's pretty easy. So, nice. Definitely not a bad idea to get it in early to hold your spot. Yeah, I was looking through one of mine that I, I went through quickly, and I had uh, Josh Gordon in there. Obviously, wasn't really paying attention when I did that. Just uh, you know, put a, a wide receiver in there. So, gotta go back and make a few more edits. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, that's it for now. Uh, we'll get this posted and. Um, Look for a quarterback review in about a week from now, and then before kickoff on and September eleventh. Trial, trial run, trial run uh, lineups. Yep, before before kickoff, we'll have another update for you guys. All right. Cool. Cheers. Sounds good. I'll so jealous of you.